Welcome to The Man in the Mirror. I'm your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, along with our fabulous co-host, Michelle Johnson. And this month, we are celebrating authors this Christmas season. And I'm definitely excited because I've been working hard trying to get this show together for the for this month. And our first author to start this exciting month off will be the one and only Miss Kimia Scott, who's the author of I'm on Social Media, Now What Do I Say? She's going to share with us her story and tell us the scoop about her book and how it can help us people that think we know it all about social media but don't really know anything. So before we get started, if you know if you want, you can chime in by pressing the number one on your phone, and um, that will be, put you on the queue. So when it's time to ask any questions, or if you have any questions or comments, you'll be able to um, give Miss Kimia um, get Miss Kimia's attention. And again, before we start, I want to you know Michelle to say hello. Hi, Hezekiah. Good evening. Good evening. Very excited to have Ms. Kimia with us today. Ms. Kimia, you can say hi to our listening audience. Hi. Hello, everyone. This is Ms. Kimia. It is a pleasure to be here. It's nice to meet you all uh, via this new listening audience, and thanks for having me. Excellent. And before we start, ladies, we are going to actually open up in prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for just holding back the rain. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a couple more days of sunshine, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this Christmas season, Lord. Help people just to remember that Jesus is the reason for this season. Let's not take Jesus out of Christmas. Um, let let us remember, let us teach our children what the real meaning of Christmas is. not about getting gifts. It's about salvation. It's about you coming as a baby and 33 years later dying on the cross for our sins, Lord. We just thank you for all those who are listening in. We thank you, Lord, for this ministry. We ask you to continue to bless Miss Kimya and her book, Lord. Bless all her endeavors, Lord. Help her just to be able to teach us the one-on-one about the social media and how to use it effectively. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done and are going to do. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And now I'm going to read some information, you know, some little notes about Ms. Kimya. Um, Kimya L. Scott, Marketing and Social Media Strategies for Coaches, Authors, Speakers, and Service-Based Entrepreneurs teaches her students how to build a digital presence, increase revenue, and create a more successful business known simply as Miss Kimya. She uses a result-focused how-to approach in implementing simple, customized strategies so clients enjoy tangible results quickly and easily. Miss Kimya is a speaker, blogger, and best selling author of, again, I'm on social media, now what do I say? Currently available on Amazon.com. She writes for her marketing sparkler company blog, which is stuff literally hundreds of articles focused on marketing, social media, blogging, networking, business strategy, and tips for entrepreneurs looking for easy to execute tactics they can readily apply to their businesses. She doesn't just tell you what to do. 
she also explains how to execute the marketing strategies she recommends. And again, Ms. Kenya, we do appreciate you coming on The Man in the Mirror and gracing us with your presence. And just give us some information about yourself, some more information about yourself, you know, your story about you and about how did I'm on social media now, what do I say? How did that come along? Okay, great. Well, yes, my name is Kenya Scott, also known as Miss Kenya Online. And um, my story is, uh, let me see, you know, I'm born and raised in Philadelphia. I actually live in Atlanta, Georgia now. I'm married. I have um, two homeschooled teenagers. Um, And my story really is I got into marketing. I went to school for marketing. I got into marketing because I'm definitely a business corporate type of person. And when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to pick as a major, what I wanted to do as a career, I realized how much I loved marketing and how marketing really affects every industry, no matter what your other passion is, if you are on the entrepreneurial track or if you are a corporate enterprise, it really doesn't matter. Everyone needs marketing. And before I knew what branding and color theory and all those things were, I realized I had a passion for marketing. So that's really how I got into it. Um, I have been uh, in the marketing industry since before the digital age, so it is just really an evolution for me to jump into the digital marketing foray and jump, jump into social media and blogging. I have been blogging for four and a half years now. I mean, as you read in my bio, my my blog is literally stuffed with hundreds of Georgia Self articles. I am a a teacher first and foremost, even though I am a marketing strategist and social media manager. I focus on not only, as you said, I focus on not only telling you what to do but explaining how to do it. The reason being is if you are a corporate enterprise, you can afford to hire tons of staff to do the things that you need done to make your marketing successful. But if you're a solopreneur, which most of my clients are, if you are the coffee maker, the person that takes out the trash, the person that answers the phone, the person that gives the clients, the person that does the marketing, the person that tweets, you need to know how to handle your own marketing until you can afford to hire someone to do it. And so that's where my, my teacher side comes in, even people that hire me. I always try to explain what I'm doing because I really want you to understand, even if you hire me, I want you to be able to do these things. Your business is you. That is your livelihood. And I want everyone to feel not only responsible but empowered to be able to brand themselves in such a way that they can get more clients and increase their revenue. My book came about because that is the question so many people often ask me. I'm on social media now. What do I say? They can they ask it in many different forms. But when I thought about what I should write about um, as a Kindle book, you know, because I, I create different things as a custom marketing plan or, or custom strategies for clients. But I was trying to figure out what I could do uh, in the most general terms what I could do, write, and provide for people who don't necessarily know me or aren't ready to hire me. And I'm on social media now, what do I say, kept resonating with me because people are on social media. They're all over the place. They are on every platform they know of, and they are really trying to master them all when they're really not mastering any of them. 
because a lot of people don't know what to say on social media. So that's how the title came about. When I thought about what's the one question I can answer that most people ask me is, I'm on social media, I have a couple of profiles set up, but I don't know what I'm supposed to say. So that's really where the book came from. Wow, you got a lot going on there, and I'm going to back up. <laughs> I got to backtrack because I'm kind of mm-hmm. I'm, uh, you just all over the place. You went from Philadelphia, which is uh, my hometown. What part of Philly are you from? Winfield. Winfield, okay. right on the, uh, the bougie mm-hmm, area. right. Oh, <laughs> spoken like a true area, Philadelphian, okay. just like a true Philadelphian. <laughs> right on the outskirts, you know. Yes. <laughs> you see, I was born and raised in North Philadelphia, so yeah. Okay. You know about folks. Yeah. Um, and then you went all the way south. Yes. To Atlanta. Yes. And what got you interested in marketing? Because you know, were you interested in marketing when you were a child, or you know, what got you interested in marketing? Because you know. That's not a field that's, you know, too many people that's grown up in certain areas of the world that decide mm-hmm. I'm just going to get into marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay, this I'll is very true. There's not too many people no, growing no. up <laughs> in Philadelphia. You're right. I'm just You're going right. to go to school for marketing at yes. a young age. Yes, well, um, it's funny. Not just lawyers, had... you know, but yes. marketing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll be an anomaly even more. I actually went to school for engineering. And that bored me um, because it just it just didn't have the oomph that I needed. It was great, but it didn't have the, um, you know, just the personality-wise, I guess I wasn't really a good fit for it. And like I said, I am such a bit – I've always been an entrepreneurial-minded person. I've always been very corporate, um, structured, businessy type my entire life. That's just my natural – way. I'm strategic. I'm organized. I'm disciplined to just carry out specific tasks. Um, You know, I am a a tactician as well. And so when I was looking at all the business majors, um, because I went to Temple University, and when I I was immediately, you know, in the business school, yes, and I was looking at all the business majors, and marketing is the one that spoke to me because when I looked at what each of the majors were in marketing, talked about basically persuading people to buy into something. You are selling something. And then I thought about, you know, you think about growing up, you think about certain types of commercials. You think about toys. You know, you think about fashion. You think about music. You think about all the cool, you know, cool things as you're growing up. And I looked at it, you know, human resources, no, didn't speak to me. You know, management, that was a little too stiff for me, accounting, I love numbers, but, that, again, that, that field is a little bit too boring for me. And so when I looked at marketing, I was like, hmm, this looks like something is still very corporate. I can still, you know, be a corporate nine-to-five person, as, you know, as I was taught to be, but it's something that goes across all industries, and it's something that I can really um, call my own. When you're working with numbers, that's facts. Numbers don't lie. It either ends up where it doesn't. With marketing, it is more um, about your spin on it, your ideas, and the creativity of Madison Avenue way back then, the creativity of the advertising, 
the creativity when I was reading all the um the fortunes and the Forbes when I was in school. The marketing and the advertising is always the part that resonated with me the most. And so when it came time to pick my major, it I already knew that's what I wanted to do. And I totally agree. I, I ran towards the one thing that most people run away from. Yeah. I think you may if I'm correct, you may make more money in engineering and marketing, but hey. Oh yeah, you know. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But, it's just um, um and I loved engineering but it was I'm a bit I'm definitely a business person. I'm I'm a corporate person. Well you okay. actually have something in common with uh both of us then, because I heard a few things as you were talking and I was like, Oh, she has that in common and she has that in common with us. But okay. uh of of course, one of the things with me is as, as far as uh, what I went to school for, mm-hmm. I went to school for, for accounting. Okay. And I ended up doing uh, working with computers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can, mm-hmm. I can relate on that, Camille, because, I mean, what you look for, what you do, you know, when you first start school may not necessarily be the path. Unfortunately, a lot of us, aren't so enlightened on what our passion really is when we're first yes. starting out. Absolutely. And, it's, and it's, the, it's also the way they advise you. Um, I know I was personally, I was advised by my teachers to go and look through the different careers and see which ones made the most money and then those I might want to consider doing. That's that's mm-hmm. how I was advised as to what to, what to do, but that is just the wrong, the most wrong way to do. I know that's probably improper grammar, but that, <laughs> I believe mm-hmm. that's the wrong way to do it. That's it. But you know, it's it's a different time. Like now, they wouldn't necessarily tell you that. But mm-hmm. you know, back then, it the advising, all of that, you know, is is completely different now because the opportunities didn't exist then. You know, it it was really about making money and getting attention. You know, that's really what it was. I can't even remember if I was advised with anything. I wasn't um, big on talking to, you know, advisors. I readily admit that. I knew there were certain things I wanted to do, um, and that was it. didn't really matter what anybody else was going to tell me. So I didn't really pay that much attention to whatever they told me um, because I know I have always known myself. I know myself, and having went to school for, you know, engineering and, and computer science, it's, I, I know what I'm good at. I, I know what I want to do, you know, at a at a younger age. So it, it's just a difference in the time. I would love to know, you know, how they advise now, but like I said back then, it was about getting a good job, a good mm-hmm. benefit, and a pension. That was, yeah. it. Was, I mean, it was. That's, that's the three things. That's the home run. You know, and and if you got a government job, oh my goodness, that was like the icing <laughs> on the cake. You know, it's the truth. That is the yeah. truth. That's that's how it was. Um, people don't even realize that that's what a lot of us had to contend with as we navigated our ways to doing our passion. And that's why so many of us wind up doing something that has nothing to do with nothing to do with what we went to school for because mm-hmm. passion. Nobody. I mean, the majority of people were not taught to follow their passion. They were taught to follow the money, myself included. Mm-hmm. So we we didn't have that freedom of thought back then. 
You know, it, it was the home run of getting a good job with benefits and a pension. Yes, definitely. And you're, and I'm one of those people. I was, you know, I started off the same as wanting to go to mm-hmm. school for a doctor, but uh, people now, people that know me know me and math don't work. Me and math don't work. So um, <laughs> after a couple classes in the community college of Philadelphia, I'm like, okay, I got to change majors because this is not going to happen. I'm not mm-hmm. going to spend a lifetime trying to, you know, pursue something. And my passion was music. So I said, okay. And, you know, and unfortunately you guys may laugh, but, you know, during that time I was, as I didn't even know I was going to write my first book later on down the line, but I'm one of those people that, you know, was not a writer at that time. Splunked mm-hmm. English one-on-one three times tremendously until I finally got it in. But okay. We never yeah. never know. Never know. Mm-hmm. But I kept at it. I, I'm one of those people, okay, this is not going to beat me. I have to figure out what am I doing wrong. But after I did it, I got it. So, I, you know, I know how it is when you want to do something, but then, you know, we try to tell the kids, too, nine times out of ten, people like you and I are going to change majors in school. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you finally find out what that passion is, then you'll understand um, as as old folks say, by and by, you'll understand by yes. and by what is really what you really want to do. And a mm-hmm. corporate America really doesn't teach you to follow your passion, as you said. They say no. follow, you know. And you mentioned they say follow money. If you ain't mm-hmm. making no money in it, you can be in an office making all this money. And a lot of people are doing that, but they're not happy. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Unfortunately, that's the way corporate America is. You can do this, but you're not happy. Make all this money, but you're not happy. And what mm-hmm. you're doing is bringing bringing something to people like myself because I'm on a venture of trying to redefine myself as a writer and as you know, getting more into. Um, you make it seem like it's just easy breezy, but. Um, <laughs> Using social media, because I, as I'm reading through the book, I'm reading uh-huh. through the book, and I'm doing basically everything you're saying, but I'm still mm-hmm. missing a step. So, yeah, you'll be mm-hmm. hearing from me. You know, I mm-hmm. downloaded the book and started reading, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing something, but I'm missing a step somewhere, because yeah, I'm doing mm-hmm. this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, but somewhere down the line, mm-hmm. you know, I'm missing a step. But, you know, but like like you said, consistent. With everything mm-hmm. you do, because I, you know, when you when you guys, you know, listen, audience, download this book. Um, when you get a copy of it, you have to follow it step by step. I like what she says. Now, let me see if I remember, because I only got a few. Um, read through it once, and then start following the steps of what she what she has to tell you. You know, but mm-hmm. you have to be dedicated and put the time in. Because many of us start something, and we, and you know, I was one because you start something, you're excited about it, and then it just um, withers away. That passion of, but again, you have to put that time in anything. It's almost like you know when you start dating, you when you start dating that person, you're interested in that person, so you're just going to do all these little things, you know, just to keep it keep that passion going. But then once you get the person. Um, it starts to dwindle down, but we can't do that because if you have a business, I like what you said, solopreneur, because I write things down, solopreneur, 
solopreneur. Mm-hmm. You are a lot of us don't have twenty five people under us or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pe- people that can do this. We're basically doing it on our own. Mm-hmm. So we have to find a way to do it efficiently and effectively. The double E's, I gotta write that down. That's something new to me. <laughs> efficiently and effectively. And effectively because a lot of us don't do it that way. You know, we work Very so hard true. and like, okay, it's not it's not getting where we want it to be. And then you say your business is you. So we uh, mm-hmm. we have to remember that our business is us. You're the you're the you're the one to go to and say, Hey look, I'm trying to find out how to brand myself so people will get to know who I am through social media. Everywhere they look, I want them to say, oh, we know who that is. You hear a tweet because mm-hmm. people are tweeting mm-hmm. left and right. So um, people are, what's the new one now, periscoping left and right. Now mm-hmm. they went from tweeting to periscoping. My my God, I don't even, I couldn't even figure out what the periscope was. I'm like, people are telling periscope, periscope what? First off, I'm trying to get used to tweeting. Now you jump into periscope? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> It's like I need a program, and maybe you'll be the one to develop it, that if you just put it on one, it'll go to all of them. And you Make know what's nice so and funny? Easy. You know what is so funny? You touched on something I tell everybody. It, there are things that you can use. There are tools that you can post across multi-social media platforms, but you hit upon one of my, my main points I always make sure to reiterate. There are so many social media platforms, like you said, you try to figure out one and then this next one comes up, and this is my job, and I put blinders on. I'm not everywhere, and I would never advise people to be everywhere. I tell people mm-hmm. to, to figure out how to use one thing. Are you a master at one thing? And then move on to the next. The reason I say that is because, like you said, okay, Periscope is the latest phrase. Believe it or not, I'm not on there. I have an account so that I could secure my brand name because I'm in Kenya. I have yet to do a scope, have no interest in doing a scope. I don't have time for that. If I jumped on every social media platform when they came out, I wouldn't have time to do this interview. I can't tell you how many. I mean, seriously. I could not tell you how many social media platforms come out that most people never hear. I couldn't tell you how many forums are available, how many sites, how many places to um, post, to um, interact with people, to share, to guest blog, different tools you can use to create this, different tools you can use to post here. It is just too much. And after a while, you have to, as part of, again, because you are a solopreneur, you have to figure out where you are going to focus your resources. Resources for mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, it's not about the money as an entrepreneur. You can generate more money. What you can't generate is more time when it's just you. And so your most pivotal asset as an entrepreneur is time. So if you spend in, I mean, I get my eight hours sleep. I don't sleep like that two hours. I, I don't believe in that. So if you take out eight <laughs> And you got 16. Okay, I like to, I like my family, so I'm going to hang out with them. I like my coffee. I eat three meals a day. I like to read. Okay, so I'm not working a full 16 either. If you know how many hours you're going to dedicate to work, you have to figure out how to maximize the time that you have without trying to jump all across the board. 
Because another thing I tell people is where the, the how you figure out where to be is where is your audience looking for you at? Some people right. are just sitting mm-hmm. there playing on Periscope. They're not making no money from it. They just own Periscope. I don't have okay. that kind of time to waste. And so if that's not something you had time to do, which social media platforms are older? Which ones have the best SEO? Which ones will index your content and your posts? And which ones are the majority of people using to look for what you have to offer? That's where you need to be spending your time. That's how I reverse engineer that. That That is an interesting outlook. Yeah. I just attended, well, uh, probably a couple months ago, had the opportunity to attend a uh, social media workshop. And um, that's one of the things that was uh, a little eye-opening for me is they actually brought out the fact that, um, you know, I guess like the the usage mm-hmm. or the user base for each mm-hmm. One and they were listing them all, and mm-hmm. then I was like, "Oh, okay, so this has like five hundred billion, you know, like whatever." Mm-hmm. Was. But I was like, "Okay, you know, I never even thought to look that up to see like mm-hmm. which one is actually has the most users on it, which one has mm-hmm. the most activity on it, mm-hmm. and maybe that's where you want to concentrate." And then to take it a step even further, like you were just saying. They were saying you need to really look at your particular business uh-huh. and what it is you're trying to accomplish, and then what of these platforms is lining up with that. If if I'm a, a teacher, then I may want to be on Periscope uh-huh. to to do some classes or some other uh-huh. things, and I may want to live stream over here, uh-huh. you know, so – like Google Hangouts or something like mm-hmm. that, because that's what you do. But mm-hmm. if, if I'm a fashion designer, what do I need those for? For real, real. Exactly. So it's, exactly. Right. So, <laughs> and it was interesting. Yeah. So yeah, they were they were right. I, I guess you guys are all saying the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we are. I mean, as we far are. as you know, in your field, you know, mm-hmm. your field, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very good. Well, I'm glad you hit on that because this, to me, I'm like you. It's kind of hard to try to keep up with it all, and I ref- and you know, you just you just confirmed it for me. That was confirmation. I'm not going to try to keep it up, keep up with it all because it's impossible. Uh-uh. It's just too much. It it's, is. it's just too much work. You're trying to parachute, trying to tweet, you're trying to um, whatever with whatever the new ones that are coming out, and no, it is too much time, and you have to pick one. That's going to be you as your branding, your name, mm-hmm. or your business, or whatever you're mm-hmm. doing. Pick one and stick to it. A lot of people have issues because they see a new. Everybody wants to jump into yes. the new. Everybody wants to say, mm-hmm. "Hey, hey, this is it." But in the meantime, mm-hmm. you may be losing clients. You may be losing, yes. you know, people that are maybe a value to you, or somebody that may support you. But if they see this all over the place then they may say, okay, this person's just too wild because they're just all over the place. You yes. know, we can't see them in one area. Right. See, that's the thing. If you're all, You can be all over the place, but you have to be consistent. And that's what makes all the difference. Another thing is people don't know where their audience is. Like Nicole said, okay, 
So they talked about all the users across all these social media platforms, you know, the numbers of who's using, who's active. But another thing you have to pay attention to is who are the users specifically? Mm -hmm. What ages are they in? What's the demographic? Is it men? Is it women? What industries are these people in? And who are they, who, who to target for the primary user base of a particular platform? The reason being is I teach people how to use social media for business. That's what I'm about. I'm not talking about posting what you have for lunch every day. I'm not talking about <laughs> posting about your kids. I'm talking about using, I mean, I'm just, just being straight up. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. You could go wherever you want and talk about your family and your Christmas decorations. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about work. I'm talking about generating revenue, finding leads, connecting and collaborating with colleagues and peers. You have to find out where they are. So if I'm looking for entrepreneurs, you know, I, I do a variety of things, but let's say, you know, with regards to social media management, I'm looking for entrepreneurs who are ready to get out of the intern phase I'm of just having someone just constantly post and you tell the intern what to post, but looking at someone who can consistently manage their brand because that's what I do. I'm not going on a um, a blab or a periscope necessarily. The reason being is because that entrepreneur isn't necessarily there. That entrepreneur may be searching the social media hashtag on Twitter. That entrepreneur, nine times out of ten, is on LinkedIn. And so I'm doing advanced mm -hmm. searches on LinkedIn to look up profiles. You know, they may be on Pinterest, but they may use Pinterest just to look at, you know, um, recipes and and shoes they're not necessarily looking for me on Pinterest. So I'm going to find the one or two platforms that my target client is on looking for what I have to offer because they can be all over the place. But where are they going when it's time to find an expert in social media? Where are they going to find that expert? They're not going on Periscope to find them. They're, they're just not going. They're not going on Instagram to find them. They're going on Instagram hmm. to find something else. But I'm not a visual-based business. They're not necessarily going on Instagram or Pinterest to find a social media manager. I know they're going on LinkedIn. I know they're going to search Twitter because this person already has their social media profile set up because they've been doing this a little bit. They just need someone to manage it a little bit more consistently, and that's where the difference between, uh, like you were saying earlier, you're doing all the steps, but there's something missing. A lot of times what's missing is the content strategy, okay, what am I trying to accomplish? Because remember, we didn't, we didn't actually touch on what is it that you sell? What are you trying to accomplish? Why are you on social media in the first place? Mm -hmm. What are you here for? A lot of people, they're on social media because they think they have to be, but they've never stopped to figure out, okay, wait a minute, what do I want to accomplish from tweeting all day? Am I trying to drive traffic <laughs> to my website? Am I trying to sell more books? Am I trying to get my phone to ring? Am I trying to get blog readers? Am I trying to grow my email list? Am I trying to get speaking opportunities? What are you doing on social media? So, it, you, you know, people have to reverse engineer it. Instead of just constantly skipping around posting here one day, here the next day, because that's what a lot of people do. They go to Twitter one day, they'll post to Facebook one day, they'll go LinkedIn one day, they might 
share things on Instagram over the weekend, but they don't actually stop to figure out what the purpose of all of this is. When you figure out the purpose of what your business is, what you're trying to sell, what brand you're trying to build, and you develop a content strategy based on that, it will become much easier for you to define where you should be and what you should be posting. And remember, social media is 24 hours a day. So you posting two tweets on Twitter every couple of days, a tweet, the lifetime of a tweet, you know, I don't even want to tell you how long the lifetime of a tweet is. But um, I won't even tell you that, you know, each social media platform, the lifetime of a post is different based on the platform. Each platform right. is different. It had, they have their own cultures, their own life cycles of content, their own uh, nuances, the way people share them, their own ways um, that, that Google will index the content, the way they say things, the way you can find what you posted. But what are you here for? It's just a marketing tool, just like when people used to advertise in the yellow pages. They had an annual budget. They put their ad in the yellow pages. When people do local commercials on their local TV stations, they have a certain budget, and that's uber-focused for that particular market. And so if you think about it, how can you hyper-focus your activity to hit a particular target? It's much the same way as you do local TV and radio in the yellow pages. You're not skipping all around. You are just trying to hit a a particular segment of your audience that uses that tool to find what you sell. That's what social media is. It's just an extension of marketing of what we've been doing all along. So basically you're saying social media is an extension of you. You have to be in control of it instead of it being in control of you. Because uh, many people try to have it, they're not in control of it. They're just using it, and they don't understand That's what it. they're doing. It's like a loaded gun, but they're not sure what they're actually doing. Yeah, but, they just aim it all over the place. <laughs> but before we move That's on, I want you. But before we move on, we want you to give um, our audience your information because we're going to take a break shortly mm-hmm. for a couple minutes, and then we want you to give them your information before we go on break. Okay. Okay. Well, I can be found um, because I'm a marketing strategist. You're going to hear how easy it is to find me. Look for Miss Kenya everywhere. I'm Miss Kenya on Twitter. I'm Miss Kenya on Facebook. I'm Miss Kenya on Pinterest. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn under Kenya Scott because I use a professional name there. I'm on Instagram as Miss Kenya. Um, the, the platforms that you can find me the fastest on, I'll, I'll tell you in order. You can find the fastest. You can reach me um, the fastest on Twitter. Um, next would be Facebook, and it'd probably be a tie between LinkedIn and Pinterest. You know, I am on Google Plus, but I have a profile. But I mean, I post there, but I don't do I don't do much there. So those are my social media, my main social media profiles. Notice I said main, um, because those are the ones that everybody's gonna be familiar with. Um, you can also reach me on my company blog at marketingsparkler.com. I blog there. I'm actually doing a blog comment assign right now. If you visit and you're a blogger and you're looking for more traffic and comments, if you visit marketingsparkler.com, you can register for our blog comment assign where we're hopping around each other's blogs all next week just to get traffic and visibility for each other. And you can also find me at misskenya.com. I use that because if people Google me, I like for them to, to 
quickly see who they're talking to. So I use MissKenya.com as like my branded landing page for people who aren't familiar with me. So you can see like all different pieces of, of who I am, what I do there as well. But again, my company blog is Marketing Sparkler, and it's M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G, S-P-A-R-K-L-E-R, MarketingSparkler.com. But again, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and then my company blog. You can find me any one of those places. Excellent. And a couple of notes from our sponsors, Music Instruction for Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us, us at 888-501-8650, extension 778. That's again, 888-501-8650, extension 778. On, and please visit our website at www.mifal, M-I-F-A-L, Inc., I-N-G, M-I-F-A-L, I-N-C, dot org. And another one, and then after I finish this one, I'm going to actually let Michelle give us some information. Another sponsor is Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project and their website at www.curvyboss.com. And, Michelle, um, you want some information about your new stuff that you guys got on with Curvy Boss? Um, yes, actually, uh, I am involved in Curvy Boss and Right now, we do have a GoFundMe going on. The GoFundMe is to help us do a couple of things. One, we are uh, doing a 2016-2017 full-figured women's calendar. And so we'll be featuring some of the ladies of Curvy Boss in that calendar. So we are very excited for that. Uh, And as well, um, we have a opportunity to be able to possibly go into the school system and start a mentorship, mentoring program with young ladies uh, who are full-figured. And so we really, really are trying to do that. So we're raising funds to be able to do those two things. And so if you would like to donate, uh, you can just go to Curvy Boss Project on Facebook and we have the link to the GoFundMe, or you can look up Curvy Boss Project on GoFundMe. Uh, and also, you can look up Curvy Calendar on GoFundMe. Excellent. Um, we will be back live with the live interview with Ms. Kimia Scott, the marketing and social media strategist.
are back live with the man of the mirror with your host Hezekiah L. Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson. And we are having a fantastic time with uh, Ms. Kimia, the marketing and social media strategist, a fellow Philadelphian, went so far down south she stopped at Hotlanta. And we, you know... And we're just enjoying every moment with her tonight. She has been teaching. I'm going to call her. She's a new professor of the man in America. She's been teaching us tonight. <laughs> and um, you can get her book. I'm on social media. Now, what do I say? Um, and I think I'm going to let her, if she has some news for us this evening, because her and I was communicating on Facebook earlier this week. So I'll let her mm-hmm. give her the, the news, and then I have a quest question about one of the social medias she was talking about because she talked about it several times tonight, and I'm like, okay, what the heck is that? But um, okay. go ahead, Miss um, <laughs> Kim, yeah. Okay. Well, as a gift for people who are listening live, you know, I appreciate it. I mean, of course we all don't have time to listen to everything live. But as a thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to attend live, ask questions, take notes, my Kindle book is free um, today. So if you go to Amazon.com and you can just search for um, Kenya Scott, it's K-E-M like Mary, Y-A, and my last name is Scott, S-C-O-T-T, you can download that Kindle book for free today. So for your listening audience, again, who's attending um, this interview live, feel free to go to Amazon. It's a, it's a Kindle book. It's called I'm on Social Media. Now, what do I say? And the Kindle book is it's free to download today. Can't do better than that. And a Merry Christmas to all of you. You know, yes. that is, um, <laughs> we, we, we're trying to say, we're trying to say, hey, look, we are celebrating office this month because office work hard. I can tell she worked hard because I'm trying to get through the book, and then I got to go back <laughs> and start doing it. That's why I say she like a professor. Those professors you keep trying to avoid, but um, you can't avoid it. Once you download the book, because, yeah, we all laugh about those professors. We kept yes. trying to avoid doing their work. Yeah, but we still had to finally get the work done if we wanted to grade. So That's right. Professor Kimya has given you guys a free download as of today and tonight mm-hmm. for all those mm-hmm. who are listening. So she gave you the information, and if you miss out, then you can't say that we didn't have anything special for you this evening. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, this yeah. whole month I'm trying we're trying to do something special for our listening audience and for you know and as in support for all the offers that we have mm-hmm. this month because this is special to me because I'm still a babe as an author. You know, my first book is actually getting a makeover, rediscovering Kai's getting a, a makeover through purposely created publishing. So and I'm like a I'm like a proud papa trying to figure out how we going how we going to do this, but you know I have to let the professionals do their do. Sometimes you know you don't want to let go of the old, you want to hang on yes. to the old, but you know some, sometimes somebody <laughs> to smack you in the face and say let it go, man, let it go. Yes. Okay, so that's that's basically what I'm going through right now. You know they're, they're saying they're telling me let it go. We got to we got to make this over to make it more effective and efficient. Mm-hmm. So I said okay, fine. But again, if you're listening in, you know, you can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one. We have a little under ten minutes to go. We're I'm having a great time. She is starting this month off 
with authors, Ms. Kimya L. Scott. Uh, I, uh, her book is I Am On Social Media. Now what do I say? And she has been giving us a lot of real information. So if you want to call in, 917-889-2271 or log in to our chat room or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the man in the mirror. And the question tonight is, what, I was going to say it wrong, but what is Pinterest? Because I read that in the book, and I'm like, okay, what? I, I don't got you to mention. Um, tw- we mentioned Twitter. We had to uh-huh. mention um, um, Periscope. We had to mention uh-huh. LinkedIn. We got Facebook. And we got Google Plus and uh-huh. some other stuff. Now, what is Pinterest? <laughs> okay, so Pinterest. I tell people, first off, before I tell you what it is, if you go in there, it is addictive, and here's why. It is, you know, way back in the day before all this technology, and you know how you would have a cork board up or, or something on the wall, and you would rip something out of a magazine and tape it to your wall if that's what you wanted? That's what yeah. Pinterest is. Pinterest is a digital cork board. That's the easiest way to explain it. And it, it's completely a completely visual social media platform. And so what it is, if you go to just Pinterest.com, you'll see it looks like a court board. And what you do is you pin articles to boards. And so you'll see in the book I say these are the boards you want to set up. This is an idea of the types of boards you want to set up for your business Um, because those are the boards that, generally speaking, they get you tons of traffic and visibility. So you'll set up boards, and then you'll pin articles. So if you go to a person's website, most people have, you know, Pinterest enabled easily for you to pin to your, to, um, from their website to your Pinterest board. But what you're going to do is as you're reading things online, you want to pin an article to a board, and the image, the primary image from that article is the image that's going to be pinned to your board. So let's say, you know, I have a board called Twitter Tips. Whenever I'm reading an article about Twitter tips that I want to save, I pin that article to my Twitter tips board. And so when I pull up my Twitter tips board, I see all the images from all the articles I pinned. But, again, Pinterest is simply a digital court board, just like we would pull things out the ma- when we were little. And we pulled things out the magazine and we take them to the wall or we put them, you know, in our, our notebooks as we want to keep this. That's essentially what Pinterest is. It's just a digital uh, court board. Does that so make sense? Put the two, yeah, because now that you said it, it means to me almost pinned interest, things that you were interested that's in. That's exactly so what it is. Yes, you pinned it to interest. a board. See? Yes. See, that's why we call you the professor because you just made it simple. <laughs> you simplified it. Yes. Because I'm like, I'm hearing this, I'm reading it like, what the heck what is, is Pinterest? <laughs> yes. And believe it or not, I'm going to crush a myth that a lot of people think is all women on Pinterest. It's not all women because, you know, it's you can pin fashion, food, and, and, and mommy bloggers and, and, you know, recipes, things like that. And so at first, most people think it's no men on Pinterest. What I will tell you, there are tons of men on Pinterest, and they rock Pinterest. The men that are on Pinterest, because they're pinning, they're pinning guy stuff. They might be pinning sports cars. They might be pinning, you know, travel is big. They're pinning clothes. They're 
pinning do-it-yourself stuff, but I wanted to dispel that myth because a lot of men don't realize how much of a cult following there is for men on Pinterest. It's just overwhelmingly, you know, the majority of Pinterest users are women, but don't be fooled. There are tons of men doing wonderful things on Pinterest. And then you have brands that are on Pinterest as well. You know, tons of brands that you can use and consume and follow every day, they're on Pinterest. And Pinterest is highly searchable, which is another reason why I talk about it for entrepreneurs, because it's highly searchable. You can write a description of your own pins. If you pin from your own website, you know, if, if you are uploading things, you can actually write a description. Your description is searchable based on the keywords. So if I go to Pinterest and I type in, um, you know, I type in Twitter stat, it's going to pull up all the pins that people pin that talk about Twitter stats. So Pinterest is a highly searchable, it, it's a great search engine. Just like I was saying, people use Twitter for search. Pinterest is a wonderfully robust search engine. Well, you heard it, ladies and gentlemen, from the professor herself. We have now a new word on the man in the mirror, Pinterest. That is the word of the day because I was reading about it. I'm like, okay, what is this? Because again, and I and I and now it makes sense. And we need mm-hmm. people like you to help us understand and to make it make sense. Because you hear a word is like I have friends that just make up words left and right. I'm like, okay, what's this a new a new social media gimmick? Yes. And then I gotta have Pinterest now. First it was this, and now it's Pinterest. It's like I, yes. I, I just can't keep up with it all. But now, but now it makes sense, mm-hmm. and um, um, and I'm enjoying. I'm definitely enjoying because you know I didn't know. You know I didn't know. I'm like I'm like that book. I'm on social media now. What do I say? Yeah. You know that's why I downloaded <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's like I'm here. I'm present. Been here for a couple years now, but yes. <laughs> now, now, now it's on. It's now, on now. Mhm. Mhm. And as we're winding down, um, we have a little under four minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle, do you have any last comments or questions? Oh, I've been really enjoying this. We don't even have much time. I did want to ask a question, but maybe you can give a quick answer to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to know if you had any uh, tips or information uh, in regards to people keeping their um like personal the personal page because you touched on it earlier mm-hmm. and then dealing with the um the business pages like people kind of blur the line to me a lot in Facebook but I don't know if they really do it anyplace else but mm-hmm. do you have any tips or anything that you normally advise people about with with that? Um well Facebook the, Facebook is tricky. People are blurring the lines more. You know, you can have your Facebook personal profile, and then you can have a fan page or business page. You may have noticed that people are blurring the lines a lot more, and it's for one reason. Because when Facebook changes their algorithms, your fan page is essentially, for most of us, not going to get visibility unless you pay for ads. And so that's mm. why you're seeing so many new people blurring the lines more with their personal page talking about business because that's the only way to get people to see their posts without them spending money using Facebook advertising. 
I don't necessarily recommend it because if you think long-term about building your brand, you want a company page. You can see insights. Like in in Facebook advertising, you can literally do it with $5. So everybody Mm -hmm. can use Facebook advertising. You can spend a dollar a day on Facebook ads, $1 a day on Facebook ads, if that's what you choose to do. And I actually do that. But the reason you want to, even though you have to spend money, the reason you want to keep and maintain your, your company page is because you can see insights and you can dig deeper into your audience and you can segment audiences. You can do all kind of custom things that you can't do with a Facebook personal profile. Facebook wasn't mm-hmm. made for your personal sharing to be that way. But that's why you're seeing those lines blurred so much because people aren't getting the visibility from their business posts without spending money. So now they just want to use their personal profile for everything. Wow. Wow, like I said, she is the professor. And guess what? You you have a new friend. Kimia, so you know you will be hearing from me because I got a lot of work to do before this is here. But um, do you have any last words that you want to give to our listening audience, Ms. Kimia? Um, just, you know, I just want to reiterate to people that as an entrepreneur, particularly if you're a small business and you don't have staff, don't try to be a jack-of-all-trades and master of none. That's my biggest thing with social media. Pick one or two platforms that you can really focus on, that you can post on every day, that you can figure out the culture, figure out who to follow, how to talk back and forth with people, how to engage, how to search it. Pick one or two and just stick with them, even if it's for the next 30 days. Pick the one or two social media platforms that you decide right now, I'm going to figure these out, and just ignore the rest for a moment. When you hyper-focus your efforts, you'd be surprised how much further along you can get. And that's really what I want people to understand. You don't have to do everything. You have to master something. You are my new hero. I definitely <laughs> like that information. Like I said, when Periscope popped up, people kept telling me, uh, yes. get on Periscope, do this and do that. And I'm like, look, I got enough mm-hmm. time to deal with what I have now. And then now I got to try to do Periscope, try to do Twitter, mm-hmm. try to do Facebook. Mm-hmm. So basically you're saying focus on one or two, mm-hmm. but you don't have yes. to focus on them all. Master one. Yes. And you can yes. build revenue and interest. And I like also what you said that, you know, Facebook is making it easy. You can spend a dollar a day. You can. You can spend, I spend a dollar you know, a day. five hours or whatever. So <laughs> yes. you don't really have to worry about it. But, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to invest and in that works. because I'm thinking I keep saying them and they keep saying um, boost your pages and stuff like that. I'm like, yes. look now, you know, I ain't got a lot of money. Do, but if, you know, you if, a, if a little bit of money like that, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yes. You know, you got a dollar, you know, a dollar a day is not bad. A dollar a day, a dollar, it, day. A dollar actually works. And I will tell you, I'll let you in a little secret. A lot of the, the, the bigger folks on social media, when you take their courses and you listen to them, they're only telling you to spend at most $10. That's the super huge people with hundreds of thousands of followers are telling you to spend $10. So don't okay. try to break your budget. Start out with a dollar a day to boost your post. That that's what I do, and that's what I do for my clients. I don't spend more than a dollar a day. Uh, and, 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 and you can and make Facebook work. 
Oh well, you know what? I'm definitely going to. Like I said, you got a new best friend now, so don't be don't be getting mad when I start, you know, knocking on your Facebook page, knocking. No, don't all be right. getting all lost. They go, they go, they go heavy. He done, he done. He's trying to figure out stuff again. But look, no, that's what got, I'm here for. People, yeah, and people, that's what people do. Believe it or not, I tell people if you've heard me speak and you have a question, people will tell you. I will answer any question. You'd be surprised. People message me all the time, and they're not even my clients. If you ask me a question, I will answer you. Yeah, well, just be ready. You open up. You you open up Pandora's <laughs> box. So be ready. But anyway, I like to thank all of you who have been listening in and talking to and all of those who you know. Listening in to our guest, Miss Kimya, and Kimya, I gotta apologize. I did a couple shows prior to this. I'm looking at it. I couldn't figure it out. I thought it was Kamaya, but Kimya. So I'm like, okay. So I gotta apologize now. If you're here, if you listen to another show, yeah, don't. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> you know, so I had to write it down. That's K, okay. You know, it's Kim K yes. with a short I sound M Y A, but I got it now. Yes. This yes. has been a wonderful interview, and she's now part of the Man in the Mirror family. If you have any more questions um, for her, her information will be on our event page, and I think I did put it in there. Um, also, mm-hmm. please go to my website at www.hezekiahlmontgomery.com and sign my guest book, and that um, website will be, be getting a makeover as well because I'm moving, I'm moving on up. And we're still okay. doing the fundraiser for Rediscovering Kai the Play. You know, as my book is getting a makeover, everything mm-hmm. I'm just, I decided everything's going to get a makeover. We're going to keep things moving. Um, uh, go to the um, GoFundMe page on the website link, and it'll take you to our backing page. And, you know, please support. And, again, Ms. Kimia and Michelle, we do appreciate you guys coming on tonight. This has been Hezekiah Montgomery signing off, and I'll see you at the mirror.